Life Happens Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. And this is our Tasty Tuesday feature. And whether you like tacos, empanadas, burritos or nachos, owner and executive chef at Peron in Melville, Chef Tom Hughes, has got you covered. I personally cannot wait to see what he's prepared for us. But first, I'm curious to find out more about the man behind the apron. Chef, welcome to Life Happens. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us a bit about yourself. Who is uh, Tom Hughes? Uh, I'm a... Uh, yeah, I'm a... Um, the executive chef of Peron, which is actually a three um, restaurant uh, uh, group uh, of Mexican restaurants. And uh, I am, I suppose, the person in the kitchen responsible for the menus and the recipes and the training and the cooking on a daily basis. And what brought about your love for cooking? Uh, I think I was always, um, I came from a family where, you know, my dad uh, would cook from a year, from an early age and he would feed the family and my mother became a, a very good cook as well. And, we, you know, we're a family of cooks. Mm-hmm. And um, I, natural progression, I actually had no idea I'd become a chef, but um, but I was always drawn to food and um, that show, uh, the, the Englishman uh, called Keith Floyd played a big role in my deciding to become a chef because I just loved how much fun he had on camera and how much he cooked and mm-hmm. you know he made it a life uh, for himself and it was quite uh, it was quite ent- enticing Wow, absolutely amazing. And uh, your restaurant, I mean, you serve Mexican meals. So what is your connection to Mexico? Have you lived there before? Unfortunately, I haven't, but I've lived very close. And um, I spent uh, a number of uh, years in uh, in the US and um, I knew very little about Mexican food then. And what I did was I cooked with a lot of Mexican chefs and a lot of great chefs. And I actually learned so much from them. Um, and it, it just also speaks to me and my business partners. You know, we all love food. And I think the ingredients that, you know, you find in Mexico are mm. they, they, they simple, they're vibrant, they're fresh, they're full of flavor. Mm. And, um, and I think it also works with South Africa, with the South African uh, climate that we have. And, um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a cuisine that's just growing and growing and growing. Okay, so I see that they normally use um, corn a lot. As, as their base, but what are other ingredients are quite uh, synonymous with Mexican dishes? Gosh, um, there's so many. I mean, you know, one can't ignore coriander, uh, mm-hmm. fresh lime, obviously ah. chili. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the lesser known ingredients, which are still wi- widely used, are things like black beans. And the range of chilies is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to bring all of those in from Mexico. They're, 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 I mean, there's hundreds of varieties of chilies, but we bring in a number of different ones, all dried. And we then reconstitute them in water and we use them for, you know, a number of different dishes. I mean, I, th- I think I've only come across like two types of chilies here in South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> one is green, one is red. <laughs> yeah, no, look, things are changing, though. Yeah, they are yeah. changing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you yeah, know, I mean, we literally have a handful that we bring in ourselves. Sure. So. It's it's good. Gives us a challenge, and of course, it's good to understand the different flavor profiles mm. and why you use certain chilies that have been roasted or haven't been roasted. And it's you know, the more you sort of cook, the more interested you become because you're learning all the time. And I think it's great that you bring that authentic taste here in 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 South Africa. I mean, the fact that you know you're getting some of your ingredients that side is is really really great. So um, just tell us about what you have prepared for us. Let's both through the food okay and of course this is the time where we um you know invite our resident taster vanessa 
<laughs> um, to come and, and sample the food as we go through them and see, also learn how you have prepared them. Are they, are they simple dishes to prepare? Yeah, they really are. Uh, some of them are quite time-consuming and laborious, but I mean, tacos and things, the reason why I think Mexican food is so popular as well is it's so accessible. There are different ingredients that you use in different formats. Yeah. Um, and there are more technical dishes that obviously I haven't brought today because they don't eat very well, you know, um, in a studio. But they really are like, you know, you've got your standard staple ingredients, mm-hmm. as I said, um, guacamole, uh, black beans, different kinds of salsas. And of course, the uh, tortilla and the uh, and the corn and uh, the harder tortilla as well mm-hmm. or tacos. So these are just some of the more popular dishes that we sell at Peron, also dishes that I think that travel well. Obviously, um, you know, I had to get them from the restaurant. And um, these dishes, literally, they sell themselves. And we've, you know, got a, a great following, um, people who appreciate the sort of food that we're serving. Okay, I'm all re- my eyes are already on the dessert, but we've got to go <laughs> get to the main foods first. So what do we have? Okay, so we've got two different kinds of little nibbles, mm-hmm. um, and uh, one of them is a obviously a, a jalapeno popper. Mm-hmm. We uh, we make those ourselves. We pickle the fresh jalapenos, which are farmed in the Michalisburg. We pickle them for three weeks, and then we blanch them, and then we stuff them with our own very, very secretive stuffing. Uh, we then wrap them in a beer batter, and then we crumb them in, in breadcrumbs, and that gets served with a, fl- a fire-roasted tomato salsa with a little sour cream. We've also got an empanada, which is like a little a little pie almost and those are vegetarian as well those are spinach uh, and a couple of cheeses ricotta feta etc and a nice hit of chili as well with the same dressings and just take us through how you actually prepare that the empanada we have to make a fresh dough ourselves from scratch we have empanada molds um, which looks like a half moon and you roll the dough out at the same time we're doing the filling which has got onions and garlic and cumin and lime juice and different spices we then add blanche spinach to it we add uh, some of the different cheeses and then we allow it to cool and then we put these little elements into these little parcels mm. that we've then pressed we then press in, in, in an empanada mold and then those get deep fried have you finished chewing ma'am <laughs> you can tell us about the taste <laughs> I, was I was waiting hot. for you to finish I was just on the jalapeno okay. And I thought I was going to choke on air Because <laughs> it was going to be so hot Are you safe? Are you okay? I'm okay Let's see, I have a tolerance for chili So they're also an, it's know, an organic me, product. It's, you know, it's mm. a chili that grows in the ground. You can't really control how hot one week uh, yeah. jalapenos mm. will be to the next week. And that's, that's I, I kind of love that because yeah. you never know what you're going to get. But see, either way, I can handle it. So I was just, I don't know if I'm disappointed because I thought, oh my God, it's going to. But I actually, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love, I love that it's, it's uh, deep fried yeah. with the batter on the outside. And it's and really oozy and soft and sort of gooey and in the center. No, Chef Tom, I know that you said you stuffed yours with cheese, but like a person, like I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't do much cheese. Can you stuff it with anything else? You can, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do, a, you could probably do a, um, a vegan option, you know, without, yeah. without, yeah. I mean, there are a number of different products that you can do we do this one because we've become renowned for it sure. and it's it's a very time-consuming product so for us to offer it as a second alternative is mm-hmm. like not viable it's but absolutely delicious mm-hmm. i really like it i really like it and if i when great. i come to Peron, i definitely would order the um the, jala- the stuffed jalapeno is really good i had both <laughs> i'm so greedy <laughs> i always say to Nomsa, don't tease me with food because i will eat all your food but um but i really like the the tacos they're so nice and soft you know 
very easy. It's a soft taco, so it's Correct. very easy to um, easy to eat to um, eat and chew on it. And um, you know the guac. Is nice. I, I there's a little bit of a kick in the guacamole yeah, as well. Correct. Yeah. Um, and some um, some cabbage and um, and uh, beef in this one, and then the other one has uh, chicken, uh, which is deep fried chicken. Correct. And, yeah. and it's uh, buttermilk brine, so Mexicans, it's nice and yeah. nice yeah. and. Uh, are the, are the Mexicans um, f- um, meat lovers like us? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mexicans are food lovers. And <laughs> I mean, they like, you know, the street food revolution. I mean, that's what they, how they've been eating for centuries. So, mm. you know, this is just, you know, they really are. I mean, they, they live to eat. They are like like the Italians and the French. Yes. They live to eat and mm. they use fresh ingredients. They don't have the uh, facilities that we have. So everything is tends to be, you know, yeah. cooked and served the same day it's, um, it's pulled out of the farms. Mm. They eat a lot like us, actually. Um, I grew up in the U.S. and... And uh, the closest thing to pop that we had was mm-hmm. <laughs> the Mexican cornmeal. Yeah, so absolutely. they eat a lot like us. They eat like a lot of like vegetables, like mm-hmm. beans and things. So um, I love Mexican food. Absolutely. Yeah, this is really, really good, Chef. Thank you. Thank you. So what else have you prepared for us? Okay, so the dessert. Th- yeah, so the t- tacos we've done, the dessert, um, uh, these have become very, very well known in South Africa, not just, you know. And they look absolutely they, uh, and, beautiful. And that's, it's called a churro, and it's uh, a Mexican donut. It's a long, thin donut that gets piped straight into hot oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really just a, a batter. And um, we then roll them in cinnamon sugar, and then we serve them with two different kinds of sauces. One is a really rich, intense chocolate sauce, and then mm-hmm. the other one, which is my favorite, is a coconut dulce de leche, which is like a coconut toffee sauce. And I mean, these and the poppers are probably the two most widely sold dishes on the menu and two dishes that are just not replaceable. We could never pull them off and nor would we ever want to. I think we'd lose business. <laughs> and what kind of drinks are compatible with Mexican food? Margaritas, man. Mm. Ah. And tequila. <laughs> so, and a couple of beers and we do some nice cocktails as well. Anything using non-alcoholic? Plenty. Okay. Plenty non-alcoholic. Um, no, we've got a, we've actually got a following of of young kids who actually enjoy Mexican food, not, mm-hmm. obviously not the so spicy stuff. Uh, we have lots of uh, vegetarian offerings, so we're very popular with vegetarians as well. And, um, yeah, we just try and do things slightly differently. Mm-hmm. We don't want to offer the same old bog-standard fare that so many other restaurants offer. We want to try and do things that reflect our love for Mexican food and hopefully give people an experience that, you know, they haven't had before. Mm-hmm. So we are in a studio with um, Chef Tom Hughes from uh, Peron in Malville. You've got um, two other branches, right? Correct, yeah. We've mm-hmm. got one in Corlett Drive on the corner of Corlett and Oxford. And then we've got um, one in Bryanston in the um, Hobart Shopping Centre. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they've been going well. We're five years in now. And, um, you know, it's been a journey. It's been exciting. It's been frustrating. It's been like any business. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's we'll, a labor we'll, of love. We'll talk about that, but let's concentrate on the <laughs> business <laughs> of the day. That's you, me. You have <laughs> just tasted the, um, the, the, dessert. the dessert, yes. So, Nam, so if I can, because you and I are like sisters, <laughs> yeah, one, we're black people. If I can try to describe this to you in a way that you will understand, and hopefully everyone else out there. If you can imagine Iguina, guys, a fat cake, fat cake. Yeah. like a thinner version of it with like uh, cinnamon sugar, mm-hmm. powdered sugar, and dip it in with caramel in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like deliciousness. Like yeah. it's it's like. Have I, have, I described it well? I Chef? have a confession have to make about that sauce. So mm-hmm. I actually drink it out the. Uh, <laughs> no. I, that, 
That's how good it is. That is how good it is. It's so good. I feel so guilty afterwards that I've done it, and yet I do it every time I eat the churros. It's really, really. Can you put it in coffee? Yeah, for sure. They right? use it. I mean, it's widely. They serve it at breakfast time as a condiment. So, oh. you know, uh, it's oh, it, wow. it would feature all over Mexico and in many other Central and South American countries, literally as a condiment. Mm. So it's mm. it's great. Guys, I'm going to leave you to it, but I believe I have found my calling. It's uh, food tasting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I cooked. <laughs> But let's talk about, I mean, owning a business, more especially a, a restaurant um, business. I mean, what goes into that? I think um, it is absolutely um, about, uh, it's, you've got to have a love and passion. Mm-hmm. Um, you, no one goes into the restaurant business with the view that they're going to make billions of rands, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But what you do is, you, you know, you, you connect with people and, you, and, you, and, and to get a response from people that is positive where they really you know recognize all the efforts that you put in that's what it's about and that's yes. what makes it worthwhile we share a vision we hope that people will receive it sometimes they do sometimes they don't more often than they do thank goodness but um yeah it's just it's incredibly hard work but it, it there is a love for it you've got to be an outgoing social person you've obviously got to be passionate and creative um and and and, and a people person as well, mm-hmm. you know. Because you you serve people absolutely, yeah. and you're all, you know all day long. And people can be very difficult and demanding. And you know you are only as good as your last meal. So mm-hmm. we really do, um, you know, you give up a lot to be a restaurateur. And um, we have, you know, fortunately I have three partners. So there's mm-hmm. and it's a family, basically a family business. And we all have clear defined roles, and that helps because we can concentrate on what we're good at. Mm-hmm. And, um, and share the load. And share the load. And also there's great trust between us. And at that same time, we actually have a lot of fun when we're not, you know, barking orders at each other. And I mean, they always say the customer comes first. But how do you then deal with a customer that is just so, so demanding? Do you come across those at your restaurant? Uh, absolutely. Uh, every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know what? At the end of the day, yes, customers do come first. And of course, we have to, you know, we are nothing without our customers. Mm-hmm. And nothing without them returning. So you know, um, you know, the standard the consistency is very important. Of course, we have customers that are completely impossible to deal with. Somebody may have come in after spending a day at the football or at the mm-hmm. cricket, and they're demanding, but they're unreasonable. And you know, we've, we're pretty good at handling those situations, mm-hmm. especially in a restaurant where you know we sell a lot of tequila. So <laughs> it's a, it's a lifestyle restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, you know, I think at the end of the day, if you treat people res- with with respect, they'll, um, come, back, they'll yeah. come back. And you're kind, and you know, we we, we t- truly do, you know, try and um, you know use that as a philosophy in our business. And that you know, we we try and respect all our staff, and uh, as we would expect our staff to respect us. And we try and you know mm-hmm. keep that in mind when we're dealing with customers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think we've built, built up a nice um, little little following of of uh, Peron uh, lovers. And I believe sometimes in business, I'm in business as well. Although you love what you do, but there are times where you feel like I'm closing shop today. Yeah. Like I've had it. I mean, it's a love hate relationship. <laughs> Have you been at that point <laughs> as uh, well? Um, uh, yeah, uh, probably every few months or every few <laughs> weeks, but. You know, at the end of the day, you, 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 we all have bad days. Yes. Um, you know, I guess, you know, to minimize the amount of bad days is, is, is ideal. But when a bad day comes, you know that, you know, that it'll, you know tomorrow's another day. Mm. And uh, hopefully the next day will be a good day. And I think, you know, I think, you know, when you're running a business like this, of course, it's hard. And, um, and it's demanding and it's exhausting and it's frustrating and all of those things. But it's also 
thoroughly enjoyable. Mm. Um, it's a lifestyle, like I said. And um, yeah, and I think also, you know, you, you develop pride and you're growing a brand and something that people recognize and that feels mm. good. Mm. And how long have you had the business for and what do you think contributed to the success of your business? So Peron is now five years old. We started in Alova with the first one. And um, when I referred to the family business, uh, Kristen Grant are a, uh, they're married and I was in business with Kristen's uh, brother, Martin. We were in, in the restaurant industry and have been since 2006 in Johannesburg and they were coming back from the UK and they basically did an overland trip from London all the way down to Johannesburg and they were discussing, they're all professionals, mm-hmm. chartered accountants and doctors. I'm the only dropout vet, I mean, sorry, chef. <laughs> uh, Martin's the vet. And uh, they were discussing over a, in, a, you know, a lengthy period down Africa what they were going to do when they got here. And neither of them wanted to go back to office jobs. And they wanted to do something in food. Mm. And they sort of thought about food trucks and pop-ups. And Martin and myself at the same time were kind of thinking about doing something new. Mm. And we knew that Mexican food was, um, was, was, was huge in the U.S. and the U.K. And we thought, you know, this is something that we need to uh, look further mm. into. And we met up in Joburg and, you know, we both kind of had a discussion and everyone was like, let's do this. Let's yes. absolutely do it. Yeah. And we created, yeah, we created it. It was quite uh, haphazard in the beginning. We didn't have designers. We did it all ourselves. But people responded to it, you know, yes. and it's, and yeah, and it's been a great it's five years. Five years down the line. I mean, and does your facility also cater for large events? Yeah, absolutely. Um we do we do outside catering. Um, we pretty much do whatever the the prerequisite is from the client. Yeah, nice. um, we do a lot of work outside of of Peron itself, and Peron is a great vehicle to advertise and market yourself. But we do do corporate events, we do year end parties, we do all sorts of things, as well as hosting thirtieths and fortieths and fiftieths and twenty firsts <laughs> and whatever else. And those the- Mexican themed parties, I'm sure you have a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of bad behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> so how can we get hold of you? Um, we've got a we've got a Facebook page, um, Peron P E R R O N. We're also on Instagram at We Are Peron, uh, and of course we've got a website. So you just literally type Peron up into your browser, and you'll see the different locations and the contact details. And uh, yeah, we are we're, we're bustling and we're busy, and we're actually about to change the menu now, nice. uh, middle of July, and that's going to just tweak things. And you know we we like to make sure we're not getting becoming stagnant. We mm. want to be Keep relevant, moving, yes, and we're actually and putting a killer new plate of nachos on the menu, which you'll be happy about. Not oh, absolutely. So I'll definitely be making a turn soon. Chef, uh, thank you so much for coming through. I Anytime. mean, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I can smell the love. I can't wait to, to taste the food. Yeah, there's um, lots of it. <laughs> as soon as I go off air, obviously, I'll be going into it because if I had to taste them now, then I'll be salivating throughout the show. Good. So good. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for, for joining us, us on, and on. looking forward to popping in and just having having the Peron experience. For I'm sure. really, really looking we forward to it. We can't wait. Look forward to it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Pleasure. All right. Till we meet again. Well, for our SMS, uh, SAFM listeners, almost called you SMS listeners, like whatever that means. So after the show, we're asking you about uh, money and relationships. It all is always such a complicated subject. And we're asking you whether you are hiding money from your partner, you have a bank account that they don't don't know about and tell us the reasons why because there are always reasons to these things and um, um, do you tell your partner that you are 
uh, earning an X amount of money, whereas you're earning more. And are you having re- uh, secrets in your relationship as far as money is concerned? Do let us know on 0891-104-207. Also on WhatsApp, 061-410-4107. We'll be taking your calls, your SMSs, and your WhatsApp voice notes after the 2.30 headlines with Chris Elden Lewis.